Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. ...to reach a financial solution to his long-term contract. The Nats want him to be a mentor to younger players during the spring. I'm Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM, Washington. WWWTFM, Manassas. WTLP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. WTOP News. Facts matter. Somewhere in the night. WTOP. Thursday morning, 1258, Ken Burgers in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. A couple of things going on in Prince George's County, including the police activity on eastbound 50 past Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. You'll find it over in the far right line, a far right lane just outside the Beltway. Also in College Park in Prince George's County, be aware of the fire department activity. This is because of a structure fire with multiple units on scene in the area of Baltimore Avenue and Melbourne Place in College Park. That's south of Greenbelt Road. If you're in that area, be very careful. You might want to find an alternate route in Virginia Beltway in a loop at the American Legion Bridge or Bridge Rehab Operations. Uh, actually, the left center lane, right center lane, right lane closed on the inner loop. The outer loop, as you make your way south of US 50 for the road widening work, the right lane is blocked. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start, but at least a quiet start to this Thursday. Temperatures a little lower than yesterday, 25 to 32 degrees. Meanwhile, your afternoon temperature will be at 50 with clouds increasing and a chance for some sprinkles late. Hey, Friday late midnight to 7 a.m. Saturday, a chance for about one to three inches of snowfall. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're looking at 30 degrees and holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 1259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Thursday morning, February 15th, 2024. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early morning on WTOP, one dead, at least 22 hurt in a shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration on Wednesday. Number of the kids being, number of those tr- being treated are kids. Stay with WTOP for continuing coverage. The gunman who shot three police officers ends his siege in Southeast. I'm Dick Uliano. This is a complex deal. An inside look at how much work lies ahead on the Alexandria Arena plan. I'm Nick Ainelli. The partnership helping this local school district fill teaching jobs. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. It's one o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. A radio station DJ has been killed and more than 20 people wounded, some of them children, in a shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration. At the conclusion of the Chiefs' victory parade and rally, shots are fired and chaos ensues outside of Kansas City's Union Station. I got elbowed in the face. My daughter was 
like people are trying to step over her. Among those wounded are several children. On social media, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey posts that he's heartbroken by the shooting, and quarterback Patrick Mahomes says praying for Kansas City. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Police have made arrests. Some Uber and Lyft drivers across the country refused to accept ride requests on Wednesday. This driver at Pittsburgh's airport says they're not being paid enough. We're the ones out here footing the bill for the fuel that's going up again. It's for all the maintenance on our vehicles. It's it's sad, but yeah, they, these companies are worth in the upwards of $65 billion is what their revenue was last year. We've learned that Lyft shares jumped 62% after the closing bell on Tuesday, in part because of a typo in the company's earnings release. That caused automatic trading algorithms to go into a buying frenzy. Administration officials are concerned about a serious threat to American satellites. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has details. It's related to the launch of a Russian rocket last week carrying a top-secret military payload that is now in orbit. The U.S. has been tracking Russian attempts to develop a nuclear-capable weapon that could take down U.S. satellites, knocking out the ability to communicate. Mass evacuations are underway before an expected Israeli raid on a hospital in southern Gaza, where the IDF says Hamas is operating. CBS's Holly Williams with the latest on ceasefire negotiations. According to Israeli media reports today, Prime Minister Netanyahu has recalled Israel's delegation from ceasefire negotiations in Egypt. And Netanyahu says the demands made by Hamas are, quote, delusional. Germany has replaced Japan as the world's third largest economy. The weak yen and inflation in Germany knocked Japan out of third place in the global economic rankings. Japan's economy was once second only to that of the U.S., but with a shrinking workforce and risk-averse corporate sector, further decline is expected. Lucy Kraft, CBS News, Tokyo. A proposed class action lawsuit filed in a federal court in Northern California claims that Tinder, Hinge, and other dating apps are filled with addictive features that encourage, quote, compulsive use. Match, however, calls the lawsuit ridiculous. It says it, quote, actively strives to get people on dates every day and off our apps. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Take a clean commute and get cash back with the Incentrip app by Commuter Connections. Earn points each time you use the app to commute via ride-sharing, transit, or biking. Redeem points for cash up to $600 a year. The Incentrip app has real-time navigation to help you choose the best travel method, route, and departure time to help avoid traffic delays, saving time and money. Learn more about Incentrip and register at commuterconnections.org. That's commuterconnections.org. Or call 800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders with Navage Nasal Care. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WTOP at 104. Thursday morning, 15th of February, 2024. Welcome in this early hour. Glad you're with us. Clear, cold by daybreak. Veronica says 25 to 35 should be the Thursday morning low. Up a degree to 31 now. Good morning to you. 
I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your 1 a.m. hour early Thursday morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with a day-long standoff that began with a gunman shooting three police officers. It ended peacefully Wednesday night. Police say members of the emergency response team successfully negotiated the gunman's surrender from a home in the 5,000 block of Hannah Place Southeast. Police say the siege began around 7.30 in the morning when the man fired shots, striking three officers who were there to serve an arrest warrant on charges of animal cruelty. Police identify the man as 46-year-old Julius James of Southeast. He's been charged with animal cruelty, and more charges are likely following the assault on the officers. A fourth police officer was injured at the scene. Police say all officers are in stable condition and expected to recover. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. This is Kate Ryan. The Humane Rescue Alliance issued a statement saying their field services director was on scene when three D.C. police officers were shot. In its statement, the HRA said its staff member was not injured. HRA has an animal protection enforcement department that, according to its website, investigates more than 1,800 complaints of animal cruelty each year. There are five full-time humane law enforcement officers who respond to calls 24-7. HRA says it can't give any further details because the case is part of a larger investigation with the Metropolitan Police Department, but we'll share more information when it can. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 106 Thursday morning. Turning the page now, there's a very long and uncertain road ahead for the plan to move the Caps and Wizards to a new arena in Alexandria, Virginia. WTOP this morning gets an inside look now at the next steps from a member of the Alexandria City Council. We're concerned with the impact that there's going to be potentially on the surrounding housing market. That's one of the many questions Alexandria City Council members have as they consider the arena plan and watch to see if it's going to pass in Virginia's General Assembly. If it does pass, the plan would then need to get the green light from the City Council. Council member Kanek Agura tells WTOP he and his colleagues would want to ensure that the plan includes adequate funding in Alexandria for affordable housing and transportation improvements. If it does pass in Richmond, we still have to go through our process here in Alexandria, which we're still looking at easily six to eight months of public engagement. We're still at the very beginning of this entire process. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. In health-related news, in the midst of a teacher shortage, Prince William County Public Schools getting a little extra cash to help fill some of those vaccination, those vacancies. WTOP's Scott Gelman tells us this morning it's all part of a program now bringing college students into the classroom while they're finishing school at the same time. We're losing a whole generation of future teachers by not thinking differently. So Virginia State Superintendent Lisa Coons is taking steps to change that. Here at Leesylvania Elementary, she announced the $350,000 grant that will let Prince William County support up to 25 teacher apprentices. It's a partnership with VCU that pays students to teach and covers their tuition. This program is amazing. It gives these apprentices the opportunity to get that work experience. Third grade teacher Leah Moore is mentoring Amani Gray. Gray was a teaching assistant for nine years and cost was a barrier to becoming a full-time teacher. It's very important that the students see that there is someone who is caring about them. In Woodbridge, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Thursday morning, February 15th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 108. Traffic and weather on the 8th. And when it breaks, traffic first. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Good morning, Dean. We're going to start in the district. You mentioned that the barricade situation on Benning Road. All those uh, roadways on Benning Road, also uh, nearby roadways such as 46th Street between B Street and G Street still shut down. G Street is shut down between Benning Road and 51st. Also, Hannah Place still shut down as well, along with uh, Benning Street or Benning Road that is between G Street and Southern Avenue. And they say that these road closures will remain, will remain in place through the overnight hours. Uh, hopefully, they'll be reopened by the time we get to rush hour, but you'd expect those roads to be closed because of the ongoing police investigation. So uh, expect some detours through that area if you have to uh, go through there. Otherwise, avoid it if you can. There's also police activity. Uh, the investigation shutting down the northbound lanes of North Capitol Street between Q Street and Randolph Street and R Street Northeast closed between North Capitol Street and Lincoln Road. Also because of the ongoing police investigation. But the police activity that was shutting down the right lane on eastbound 50 past Martin Luther King Jr. Highway has ended. All lanes are now open in Stafford County in Virginia, southbound US-1, actually both directions of US-1, south of Virginia 218 for bridge inspection operations. You'll find the right lane is blocked in either direction. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. A cold start, but at least a quiet start to this Thursday. Temperatures a little lower than yesterday, 25 to 32 degrees. Meanwhile, your afternoon temperature will be at 50 with clouds increasing and a chance for some sprinkles late. Hey, Friday late midnight to 7 a.m. Saturday, a chance for about 1 to 3 inches of snowfall. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 30 degrees straight up in our nation's capital, brought to you this early 1 a.m. hour by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Financing terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Clayball with us this morning. Real estate company CoStar is leaving its longtime D.C. headquarters for a Wilson Boulevard high-rise it just bought in Roslyn. The Washington Business Journal says UVA will expand its D.C. area campuses to Innova Health's Merrifield campus. An entertainment chain called 810 Billiards will move into an old Sears store at Dulles Town Center with axe throwing, laser tag, and bowling. The Dow finished Wednesday's session up 152 points. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks mainly higher with the exception of the Cosby. This one a.m. hour check. Cosby down this morning less than a point. Elsewhere, the Nikkei is up by 471 points. The Hang Seng is up by 58 points. The Shanghai is up 36. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Welcome in. It's 1E11. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. You've seen those ads where a company covers over your old bathtub and tile walls with a molded plastic tub. Here's a fact that might surprise you. In most cases, Metropolitan can remove your old tub and tile and install a new porcelain-on-steel bathtub with new ceramic tile walls for the same price. So call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at metrobath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. 
Your projects begin here. The Capital Remodeling Garden Show, February 23rd through 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. Three days only for great deals, new ideas, and practical advice with trusted local experts to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss Kevin O'Connor, host of the award-winning PBS series This Old House, and step into spring with inspirational displays from top local landscapers. From kitchens and baths to flooring and more, don't miss the Capital Remodeling Garden Show. Buy tickets early and save at CapitalRemodelingGarden.com. Good Thursday morning, February 15th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Time now is one twelve. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. One particular line and special counsel Robert Hur's report out recently on President Biden's handling of classified documents has become a famous focus point for the president right now as he defends himself before reporters this week. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But it seems now that two people familiar with her nearly five-hour interview of the president say that question was never really asked. This morning, NBC News Justice and Intelligence correspondent Ken Delanian, who broke the story, joins us to go in-depth on these new developments and what this is all about. Reasonable people can disagree about whether it was appropriate for the special counsel to cite Mr. Biden's alleged memory lapse about the date of his son's death in the report as an example of his faltering memory. But one thing that sources familiar with the interview are telling me is that Rob Herr, the special counsel, did not bring it up first, did not ask the question, which is the impression you got from that clip you played of, of the president saying, when I was asked, I thought it was none of their business. He was never asked, according to the sources I'm speaking to. It came up organically. Uh, Mr. Biden brought it up because he was talking about the period when he was working after he left the vice presidency in a rented home in Virginia with a ghostwriter working on a memoir about the death of his son. And that's when he was recorded on tape saying, I found all the classified stuff downstairs. And Mr. Hur was trying to figure out what was going on there and whether a crime had been committed, whether... Biden willfully kept classified materials. Ultimately, he decided that there was no crime. But part of his reasoning for not bringing charges, he said, was Mr. Biden's failing memory. And he used his inability to remember the date of his son's death as an example. And what I'm told is this wasn't just a a matter of a slip of a date or something. There was legitimate confusion on Mr. Biden's part about the sequence of events as he was trying to remember what happened. Bo Biden died in 2015. He was in the Virginia House between 2016 and 2018. And so the White House seized on this because they knew a lot of people would be angry about Mr. Hur injecting his son's death into this special counsel's report. And they've been using it to attack the special counsel. And some people believe they've been using it to distract from some significant findings in the Hur report. So my question now is, who brought it up? Is that really a key key point here? The, the fact that it was included, but it's still important to know that it, it was the president who brought it up and not something that the prosecutors introduced into the conversation. I, I think it's only important because President Biden gave the public the impression that the special counsel was quizzing him on the date of his son's death, which a lot of people struck a lot of people as, as unfair. In fact, Eric Holder, the former attorney general, was on television the other day saying, why was he asking that question? What did that have to do with classified documents? That's a fair question, but that's not what happened. And that's why I wanted to get to the bottom of that with this reporting. 
Do you think that based on your, your new reporting, it changes the perception of how gratuitous this report was, if at all? You know, because as you know, that's a central question here. It should have been uh, just the facts, ma'am, kind of report, or, or maybe her was in the right to include some of this, this texture, shall we say? Yeah, I think that's going to be an ongoing debate. I've heard lawyers, former prosecutors on both sides of this. Some say the memo that her was writing was a confidential memo to the attorney general, which was designed to explain why he wasn't bringing charges. And as part of that, he had to include the salient facts about Mr. Biden's, what he viewed as faulty memory. Other people say, no, it was gratuitous. He should have known it was going to be made public. It wasn't her decision to make it public. It was Merrick Garland's decision. And he's done that with every special counsel report. In fact, every special counsel and independent counsel report going back to the 70s has been made public. It's a, it's a weird situation because normally the Justice Department doesn't talk about the conduct of people it doesn't charge, doesn't impugn people who don't have a chance to defend themselves, except in the case of these special counsel reports. Some people think that's unfair, but that's the system. Those are the rules. That is NBC News Justice and Intelligence Correspondent Ken Delanian on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Silva. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following on WTOP. This early Thursday morning, the man accused of shooting three police officers serving a warrant locally in southeast D.C. Wednesday morning surrenders after a nearly 13-hour standoff with police. One person is dead, several children and adults wounded this morning, this after a shooting that followed the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration in Missouri on Wednesday. And special counsel Jack Smith has a new request of the Supreme Court in the D.C. Trump trial. We'll go over that with you more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sure, it's winter, but you're prepared. You've got your winter parka. You've got your winter boots. And you've got your winter weather station, WTOP. With traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Coming right up on WTOP after traffic and A weather. joyful Valentine's Day for couples marrying at D.C. Superior Court. I'm Dick Iuliano. Thursday morning, February 15th. Time now is one eighteen. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Well, we just got word of that barricade situation you mentioned that uh, shut down multiple streets. Southeast Washington has ended. The police investigation is over. So now Benning Road open between G Street and Southern Avenue. G Street Southeast now open between 51st Street and Benning Road. Also 46th Street now open between G Street and Benning Road. This from an email from D.C. Metro Police. Again, the police investigation uh, that uh, was because of that situation on uh, Benning Road near Hannah Place. All of that has ended and all the roadways are open. However, there's ongoing police investigation northeast Washington. This is shutting down the northbound lanes of North Capitol Street between Q Street and Randolph Street. Also, R Street Northeast still shut down between North Capitol Street and Lincoln Road Northeast. In Virginia, we've got work zones going on on the Beltway out of loop south of US 50. This is road widening operations. The right lane is closed. On the inner loop after the Dulles Toll Road, left lane is getting by the work 
Park Zone, also at the American Legion Bridge. Be prepared for lanes closed to the left, or to the right, that is, because of bridge rehab operations again at the American Legion Bridge, but not seeing any major delays. In Virginia, southbound 95 South Odell Boulevard, construction activity blocks the right lane and the right shoulder. Northbound 95 roadside maintenance is near Lorton Road. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed. On the westbound side is 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge. Bridge repair operations blocking the far left lane. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures starting out cold again, 25 to 32 degrees and mainly clear, so at least it's quiet. Later today, clouds will be making their way in and we could have a sprinkle or two around the area. It's mainly during the evening. Temperatures will be topping out in the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. A little cooler for Friday. You're just shy of 50 degrees during the afternoon, but I'm tracking a bigger weather maker. Expect some snow showers Friday night into Saturday morning. Could see between 1 and 3 inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the airports this morning, I'm over 32 degrees. This morning, Reagan National 29, BWI Marshall 30. Dulles, we're at 29 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning, Larger with us. It's 121 on WTOP. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. I had a customer call me recently and ask if I could recommend someone that could do a small repair in her bathroom. A little surprised at the question, I said, Mrs. Shepard, we've done two other bathrooms for you. Why wouldn't you have us do the repair? She said, oh my, I didn't think you'd be interested in such a small job. So it got me thinking. I wonder how many other folks out there wonder the same thing. Well, I'm here to tell you that at Metropolitan Bath and Tile, we love small jobs. If it's in a bathroom, we're happy to do it. Everything from recalking to a whole new bathroom. It doesn't have to be a big job to make us happy. Small jobs are large. Serving our customers with honesty and integrity, that's what makes us happy. So call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at MetroBath.com. That's MetroBath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Good morning. Welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us. Thanks for joining us this morning, M. Hour. Time now is 122 to be exact. You're listening to WTOP News. New this Thursday morning on WTOP, a man and two women were found dead in a northeast D.C. home. Happened last night, Wednesday night. Police say this morning they were found at a home located on J Street. After officers received a call for a welfare check. A concerned citizen called. Uh, they wanted to check on the welfare of the individuals that were inside. And that's what we did. That was Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle with D.C. Police. When officers arrived, they say they found the front door of the home was slightly open. Police are investigating this morning. Prince William County Police have released new info this week about the suspect who carried out a deadly stabbing at a trade school locally in Manassas. Happened on Tuesday. Officers shot 26-year-old Philip Austin Brandt after spotting him, they say, outside the school building with a knife. Brandt is accused this morning of walking into a classroom at the school and stabbing two students. 23-year-old Elijah Safadi of Manassas died. Another student is in the hospital this morning in critical condition. Police say they still do not know what led to that attack. The investigation goes on. Two protesters dumped red powder this week on the case around the U.S. Constitution and the National Archives building happened on Wednesday. The incident happened around 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Security officials evacuated that building, arresting the two protesters. Video of the incident shows two men covered in powder chanting about clean air, water, food, and livable climate before being arrested. Officials with the National Archives say this morning there was no damage to the Constitution itself. The building is expected to be opened later today, this Thursday. Cupid. 
Draw back your bow. Cupid's arrow found its mark this Valentine's Day. A dozen couples were married in civil ceremonies Wednesday, yesterday, at the DC Superior Court. This Anthony and Sasha looked glamorous on their wedding day. He in black tie, she in a full sleeve, knee length white dress with a lace veil covering her head. Both conceded a slight case of the nerves. A little nervous. Definitely a little nervous. <laughs> yes. As a court officer presided, the couple beamed. And later, Sasha talked of the future.